Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Second and Nine podcast. Uh, we're here recording with you on a Saturday morning, January 4th. Uh, it's the first week of uh, the wild card. Uh, Tony, we got a lot of interesting matchups here today. Uh, what are you uh, intrigued by, especially since neither of our teams are going to be involved in any of the games today? Yeah, and my, uh, and my Cowboys are putting on a, a crap show with their coaching uh, debacle, holding on to Jason Garrett still. So it's uh, not a good start. But I guess where I'm looking at is uh, let's go start with the first game, right? Houston Texans versus Buffalo Bills. Yeah, do let's do it. This is going to be a really interesting one here. Uh, I'm seeing them, the line has moved a little bit. It's a plus three right now to the Bills. And it's a tough one because I've had uh, a lot of uh, confidence in Deshaun Watson growing into a, potentially like an MVP type player. I think he's got that type of talent. But he's been a little bit inconsistent this year. He holds on to the ball a little bit too long. But, I, I yeah. mean, on the other side of the ball, Josh Allen, similar situations where he's he's not necessarily making all the throws that he should. So, having that said, I think it's going to be a, a really close game. And I'm leaning Bills in this game because they're getting three points. But, I mean, Vegas is saying that they're a pretty even team right now at uh, with a three-point spread. Yeah. But uh, – it's hard for me to see, I think, the, the Bills not putting up enough points on the Texans' defense to be able to win this game. Because, I, again, I think the biggest factor for the game right now, at least, is uh, the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills have played away from home really well. All right. Well, I mean, I actually, I'm, we're pretty much on the exact same page, except I'm leaning the Texans. I mean, I, I agree. It's going to probably be a pretty good game overall. I just think um, Deshaun Watson is going to be able to hit especially um, his big receiver, Hopkins, uh, Andre Davies, why he's struggled a little bit with, you know, bigger receivers, you know, this year. So I think he's going to be able to hit some passes on him. I think they're going to win a close game. Uh, I mean, the three points is, you know, could be problematic for sure. I can see the Texans just hitting, winning by three and just pushing it. But um, I would definitely, I would just go with the Texans minus three. Also, I, about what you were saying about Deshaun Watson being like a possible MVP or like, or at least getting himself into the, top 10 conversation, which he probably is a top 10 quarterback. I mean, even maybe, I guess you're saying, since MVP candidate, you're saying even more towards the top five range. I've agreed with you in a lot of ways, but I mean, you, you mentioned his inconsistencies and I agree completely. Like he holds onto the ball a ton and he, you know, he makes plays because he's a playmaker, but it, it is concerning too, that he's not, you know, he hasn't shown me exactly what I'd like to see what I thought I was going to see more from him going forward. He's just, he's just a really good player, a great playmaker, but, you know, maybe we should pump the brakes a little bit on the top five or MVP, you know, put him in the Mahomes and, and Lamar Jackson category right now because uh, he, he hasn't quite been that good. Yeah, I kind of think that he has to work on a little bit more of like his timing and like decision making. At the end of the day, when you watch him play, he, he plays a little bit of reckless sometimes yeah, where he, he, takes, he takes some pretty big hits. And I mean, yeah. Give him credit because he's pretty damn tough. Like for yeah, hell a quarterback, yeah. we've talked how, about that many times. Yeah, we've talked about it many times. Like, he, like he, he wins these games, but it looks like he's going to die while he's doing it. <laughs> he's you know sacrifice his body to get to get it done. Yeah, like he'll get literally pummeled, like uh, on a throw that he'll make, but it, it's he's getting hit as he's getting letting the ball go, and like it may go for a touchdown, but he's he's put about like a half a foot into the ground afterwards. Yeah. But but even so, I, I think uh, like I think that's something that he can learn and and he can work on like throughout, no, no doubt, throughout no doubt. the next couple of years. I don't I'm just know. say maybe pump the brakes a little bit on the pushing him into that upper echelon. Maybe you know, I'm not saying he's not in the top ten, but 
pushing him towards, you know, one, two, three. Like, you know, I'm just saying maybe we just pump our brakes a little bit on that. I, I still love the guy. I mean, I, I mean, I have him on my fantasy team in your league. I really yeah, care. that's that's more of like a long-term comment. This year, I mean, I'm picking the Bills, obviously, in this game, so I don't really think he's an MVP candidate this year, obviously. Uh, but I, I think in the future, he, I'm looking at him from a talent standpoint. I think he has the ability to do it. I kind of thought the same way about Cam Newton when he was coming out of Auburn. He's got he's got a, a like a special uh, like athletic ability, and then also his his will to win. It, like you can see it, and he, he's a leader too. So. Uh, I mean, they, they could easily win this game. I could see this game going either way, to be honest with you. I, I just I, There's been something about the Bills this year that – and I don't know if it's – Buffalo Phil uh, must be Buffalo what it is. Buffalo Phil is in my ear talking up uh, the Bills. But, I mean, the Bills have, have been pretty good. And I always think that uh, defense wins championships, even though the league is a lot different than it used to be. But when you have a, a solid defense and you don't turn the ball over offensively and you, you can maybe be efficient in the yeah. red zone – I think the Bills – I think this game could shape up for them to, to potentially win it or at least cover the three points. I, I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, like, yeah, defense wins championships. But And granted, the Bills' defense is good. But it's all about matchups at the end of the day. And <clears throat> Texans have a lot of weapons they can go to. And Deshaun Jackson – I mean, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson's a beast. So, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, Speaking of uh, matchups, how – because I, I heard this yesterday, uh, I think via ESPN. How do you feel about – J.J. Watt coming back, being cleared to play for this game. How do you think he's going to fare? How much do you think he's going to play? And how much of an impact do you think he'll have? Uh, I think he's insane. I think he's insane. What, what, do, you, what do you have, a torn torn muscle in his what, bicep or something like that? Or pectoral? Something like that. Something crazy. He's a, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he's going to be probably out there playing with one arm or, you know, hobbled. And he's, he'll, he'll, get it, he'll get the job done. I think he'll make some plays. I, I'm not sure exactly what the injury was. I couldn't remember. But I remember he was out for the season, supposedly. And then uh, – he had surgery and he was able to come back. You pulling it up? Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. I mean, he had gotten hurt back in October. Yeah, it was a torn pec. And, I mean, they, they labeled really, it as a, as really a significant tough. injury and that he was going to be done for the season. So, to see him back now is pretty incredible. <clears throat> we'll see how much he plays. I'm assuming he's going to have somewhat of a snap count. I can't yeah, see yeah, he probably made 20, 30 snaps. Every play, but, I mean, it's another guy that can have an impact or draw double teams. That could, probably gonna be, he'll be out there with one arm, bro. He'll be out there with one arm throwing, throwing clubs on people and, and doing arm over moves just with one arm. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. But he's that much of a freak athlete that he can, he can make plays with one arm. Yeah, I'm sure he could. That'll be, that'll be interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, next game is Texans uh, – I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Titans-Patriots. So, what do you Titans, feel about that? Titans-Patriots in Foxborough. The, the spread is uh, – right now it's at four and a half, which is kind of a tricky one because, I mean, we were talking a little bit about the Patriots before we started recording, and the Patriots, they're kind of a weird team to, to get a feel of this season because they haven't seemed like they've been playing that well lately. But they're still 12-4. and four, And, I mean, respect is definitely due there. And that – they obviously blew that game against Miami, which was a huge surprise to lose home field advantage in that game. But, Tony, can you see the Titans going into New England and knocking them out or I mean, at least not, covering that four and a half? It's not, it's not impossible, but uh, I'm, I wouldn't put my money on it. Uh, I, would, I would go with the Patriots, even, even minus the four and a half points. I think they're just a better team. I think the Titans' defense are going gonna to have a hard time stopping the Patriots' offense, especially their passing game. Um, but I think the Titans could, you know, could do some damage. I mean – that, they have that young receiver, AJ, who's balling out right now. Derrick Henry, I uh, chastised my nephew for 
for picking Derrick Henry early in his fantasy draft, and I was completely wrong about that. I was telling him he should have taken Josh Jacobs over him. Josh Jacobs was pretty good, but Josh Jacobs was hurt for the playoffs. So uh, it looks like uh, he was right about that one. Derrick Henry was the pick. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I like the Titans a lot. I mean, they've been killing it with Tannehill. I don't know if they're going to you know, invest in him long term. So I guess that remains to be seen. We'll see how he performs in this game. I can totally see them winning the game. But, uh, again, uh, Patriots defense, uh, you know, probably makes a play. And, you know, Tom Brady in the passing game doesn't what they have to do. I mean, they have so many weapons, too, on, with a running game, too. So many different guys that can hurt you. Sony Michelle, James White, even Rex Burkhead. They have – just have too many, too many guys, and and uh, Belichick and Brady will be ready, uh, ready to go, and they'll they'll be moving on to the next round regardless. So, are you picking the Patriots with the spread? Yeah, yeah, I'll take the Patriots. With the okay, spread. yeah, I mean that's that's where I'm leaning to. It's uh, again, Patriots have been there, done that, and I know that they don't have a a, a great record uh, without a buy uh, in the playoffs. They actually have never made the Super Bowl, uh, really? having to play in a wild card round. So. Uh, even though that's the case, Titans have no track record. Tannehill doesn't really have a track record in the playoffs. I, I think we're going to see a heavy dose of a guy like James White, Edelman, uh, offensively. Passes, and I, I think around. I think more so the biggest factor in the game is going to be the Patriots' defense. I think they're going to they're going to take it up a notch this game and not. Uh, you know how Belichick always game plans for the best players on the other offense. And yeah. they're going to try and take Derrick Henry out of the game. They're going to try and take A.J. Brown out of the game and make uh, Tannehill beat them with the, 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 rest of the, say the substitute teachers because yeah, I can't yeah. really name that many other players on the on the Titans offense. I think Tajay Sharp's one Tajay of the Sharp, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he's not necessarily a, a Pro Bowl-level player. Yeah, yeah, no, so, you're right. You're, right. you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. And that's probably exactly how it will play out. That's, uh, that's probably a good bet. So, I mean – like I said, not impossible. I mean, you know, it comes down – these games come down to just a few plays sometimes. Can the Texans I – mean, I keep calling the Texans. Could the Titans make some plays? Could Derrick Henry rip off a huge run? Could A.J. Brown get loose? Yeah, sure. But, you know, I, I, I would put my money on the Patriots' defense making that big play over the Titans making that big play. When, yeah, when, same you know, here. 100% agreed. All right. Uh, next game is – this one's interesting, especially with the spread. This is an interesting one from, uh, yeah. I think, a betting standpoint. It is. I mean, this, this isn't financial advice, but uh, <laughs> Vikings at New Orleans, it's a seven-and-a-half-point uh, spread. That's a big spread. And they've said uh, – the guy, uh, R.J. Bell, was on Michael Mike, K's show yeah. the other day, and they were talking about he, – he looks into a lot of, like, deep analytics, um, trying to find – different rationale on why to pick certain teams for certain games with spreads. So Kirk Cousins apparently is very anal about his, his scheduling and prep. Like he plans things almost like down to the minute on that, that he's doing in his routine throughout the week in preparation for the game. And his statistics in one o'clock games are just far ahead way better than any other times uh, that he plays either a four o'clock night game or even on like a Monday night game or Thursday night, even having that said, I think seven and a half points is a lot. Yeah. And I know that the saints are this is a, they're a tough team to, to call in terms of how they're going to play each game. They, they could go into the game. Like you said, last week, you took the saints against uh, Carolina and I understand Carolina had, they had the backup uh, quarterback in and, it was a 13 point spread. I thought that that was not that was too many uh, too many points to give up. Yeah, they played they a close asked, game the first time too. They played yeah, them close the first time. But they, I mean, the Saints absolutely destroyed them. 
Yeah. So I, I can't see that in this game because I think the Vikings defense still way is better. They're way better team. Pretty legit. And uh, I mean, I'm gonna take the Vikings plus seven and a half. I don't necessarily feel great about that, but I, th- I just think it's too many points because <clears throat> the Vikings. It's possible that the Vikings could go in there and beat them. I mean, they yeah. they did win a couple years ago. The miracle play at the end. They got kind of lucky when Keenum threw that pass to Diggs, your boy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they, they've they've at least shown that they've beat them in the playoffs already before, albeit yeah. at home. I, I still think that they could cover the seven and a half points. Yeah, it's a t- it's a really tough game to call because I literally I could see the spectrum going anywhere from a double digit Saints win. I could see a close uh, Vikings win, and I can see pretty much anything in between. You know, I can't, it, it literally could fall anywhere. So it could fall. Some of those outcomes fall in the cover, and some of them don't. So I, it's definitely uh, it's definitely tricky. I, I I would put my money on Saints minus the seven and a half, even though it's it's a lot of points. Um, but I want to also point out, this is why you hate a guy like Kirk Cousins, because you, you take Kirk Cousins plus the seven and a half, and he lets you down, and then it's just, it brings this, I just think you just need to just go with Drew Brees here, and just save yourself the hatred towards a, a guy who really hasn't done anything wrong to you. Hey, I mean, I, I'm trying to support the guy here. And you're trying to flip it back on me, and you're trying to, you're trying to make me uh, go against him again. No, I, I think I, – I mean, I can respect those stats where he plays a lot better at 1 o'clock. If he's more comfortable – But it's still a playoff game, and they're still not the, the better team by a long shot. I mean – I completely he's understand. Got wep- he's got but, weapons. But that's not, that's not what I'm betting on here. If they were, if they were a 7.5-point favorite on the road – and they were a, a, a huge favorite, which that would be considered a huge favorite on the road. Yeah. Then that's a different story. True. I get you. So I, I think – I don't think that he's going to struggle. I think – I don't think he's going to take a lot of chances in this game. I, I think – well, Dalvin Cook's going to be back. So, yeah. that's a huge factor. Yeah, Dalvin's and, a beast, man. And I, I, th- I think the defense is good, too. I mean, he, I mean he's got weapons offensively. The Saints, not, the Saints I, defense can ball, too, though, man. It's like it's, it's an interesting game. It really is. It's an interesting game. No, this, this is going to be a really good game tomorrow. But it, it, me picking the Vikings isn't necessarily me throwing all my chips into the Kirk Cousins basket. No, I guess I think, you, I think but I'm just saying this is why relatively you, well. I I'm just gonna, think – I'm not saying that. I'm just what – I'm, what I'm saying is the reason that you ultimately have this disdain for Kirk Cousins is because in a game like this, you decide to pick him plus seven points. And not only is he going to let you down, he's going to let you down plus seven points. So he's really going to let you down. He's going to lose. He's going to, he's going to lose by eight and we you're just going to be so angry. I, I, it's crazy. You already know that, that he's going to no, let I, me down. No, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm playing around. I, I mean, like I said, I, I, th- I can see them covering the game. I can see them winning the game, but like, I just think it's funny that, that you're picking him, even though you hate him, but you think he's so bad in the big moment. This is a, the biggest moment of the season right now. I thought I was a cynical one. <clears throat> I am cynical, bro. You see what's I going on in the world right now? Is this one on the world? Let's oh, not get God. into that. Yeah, let's not get into that either because that's a whole different can of worms that you're going to open there if we start talking about that. Yeah, I'll uh, bet you my but let's, let, let's, open, let's open another can of worms that is a little, uh, little rowdy. It's a can of worms that we're familiar with. It's uh, the Philadelphia Eagles playing at home against uh, the Seattle Seahawks who are only playing this game because of – an inch, an inch that they, they could have gotten a buy and made the 49ers play in this game. How, how are you looking at this game? Because this, this is an interesting, this is a- interesting game because obviously Philly has been really consistent this year. 
They didn't look that great against the Giants last week, yeah. let's be honest. And they're a they're getting healthy, one, right? and a, one and a half point underdog at home against Philly. Yeah. Uh, the way, actually, I, it was an interesting perspective. I was reading about this game a little bit, and like it was brought to my attention that the Eagles are on a four-game winning streak, and the, um, Seattle's lost three of the last four games. I mean, granted, they lost to the Niners. Um, they – won a close game against the Panthers. They lost to the Rams and they lost to the Cardinals the last four games. So, I mean, they're not exactly balling right now either. And, uh, you know, I remember like last, last, last episode, you were, you made a comment regardless of who wins the NFC East, neither one of these teams is going to win a playoff game. And I, I disagree with the premise that it's impossible. I, I think the Eagles could totally win this game. I, again, I'm not picking them to win this game. I'm going to take Seattle minus the one and a half, but because I think Russell Wilson probably pulls it out at the end of the day. And I think they're a better overall team. They're a healthy overall team than the Eagles are. But uh, the Eagles totally have a chance in this game. They're getting a little healthier right now. They have a pretty good defense. I mean, granted, they haven't played well. But they can always still put it together for a game at any given point, at any given part of the game. And if you really look at it, they really are on a – if you know, by wins and losses, they're on a, they're on a better streak for, by far than, than Seattle. Granted, they've beaten the Giants twice – the Cowboys and the Redskins, which is, you know, the putrid NFC East. But uh, nonetheless, they still are on a four-game winning streak. So it, it's going to be an interesting game. Like, again, I'm going, I'm going Seattle, but it's going to be a pretty good game, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Seattle and give the one and a half points. I can't see them losing this game. But, they, I mean, that's a great point. You know what? I, I guess sometimes we have short-term memory, and I didn't even realize that they're going into this game losing three out of four games, albeit against those teams. But that's a, it's very interesting. I just think the Eagles don't have enough offensively in yeah. terms of like weapons for, I mean, no, Wentz, no Wentz has right had now. to carry them. They don't have <laughs> he anything. Play, he play, My, Miles he's, Sanders, been impressive. he's been impressive. He's been impressive. My, My, Miles Sanders is uh, supposed to play. Yeah. Ertz, I believe is still going through tests, but they're optimistic that he's going to play. But Miles Sanders is not going to be hundred percent. It's going to be Boston Scott show, I think. Yeah. And that's, he's been that's solid. a tough he's thing. Been, like you can get these guys back, but how, uh, how efficient are they going to be when they're playing? Boston, Boston Scott is a little bit of a wild card. He's very explosive, but, you know, you know, you can also, he's little, so it's, it's sometimes tough for him to even get going past the line of scrimmage if, you know, if they shut down some running lanes. So it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be an interesting game. A lot of wild cards in this game. Carson Wentz is the ultimate wild card, I think, too. He's, you know, how he plays is going to dictate because he's really, like you said, he's got to carry this team. If they're going to win this game, it's going to be a lot of Carson Wentz. So we'll see how that pans out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of Carson Wentz, but I also think the key for the uh, Philly to win this game um, they have to outcoach the yeah. Seahawks. I, I think they're going to have to. They're going to have to come come up with uh, some plays that are either going to be like creative in nature, but or at the end plays. of the day, they have to come up with some plays that are going to get guys running open. Scheme people open, yeah. Yeah, it's not like the I Eagles mean, look, right now have any guys that have game changing speed that are going to get get open or get get a step uh, on their own because uh, the let's be honest, Seattle's defense and their secondary in particular is. And actually, all over the place. I mean, they have playmakers in the secondary, in the linebacking group, and uh, like on the line too. I mean, Clowney yeah, is another underrated guy that, or and another underrated trade in particular, like in, in the league, grand scheme yeah, of the league. I agree with that for this season. So it's it's going to be tough sledding, I think, for the Eagles, and I can see the Seahawks winning by a, a touchdown at least. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll definitely, I put, I would put my money. I'm, I'm going to put my money on Seattle, but. Uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, the Eagles, Eagles uh, are no pushover, but yeah, 
we'll see how it pans out. So I'm, I'm interested to see this game because uh, there's been a lot of Carson Wentz talk and, you know, comparing to Dak and everything too. So it's going to be interesting to see how Wentz fares in his very first playoff game because he hasn't been healthy enough to even play in a playoff game yet this, in his career. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how he fares in his first playoff action. We'll see if you're going to put him in the Kirk Cousins category soon. The Kirk Cousins category yeah. soon. Yeah. Well, uh, so many guys got to pass on that. I don't so many guys got to pass. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, I don't hear anyone talk about um, Matt Ryan like that. I don't hear a lot of people talking about Matthew Stafford in that way. I don't hear a lot of people talking about a lot of these quarterbacks who, who are good-ass players. I mean, Matt Ryan's a great, great quarterback, in my opinion. I mean, I would take him over Dak in a heartbeat. But, I mean, again, they haven't had a lot of playoff success, and I don't hear the same uh, – the same commentary. I guess, I guess it goes hand-in-hand um, hand with the Cowboys being, you know, America's team, you know, being involved in that way, you know, like. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's like, it was like a double-edged sword, though. Like, it's like, you guys don't want us admit to us that we're America's team, but then you want us to take this criticism. I'm just like, yo, it's not fair to criticize that. But then you're like, oh, you're America's team. Well, wait, wait, are you really admitting that or not? Are you admitting it? Are we or are we not? Say it. Because if you're going to admit it, I can me, take it. Do you I want can me take to the say criticism. it? Yeah, I can say, say it right now for you. I'll take the criticism if 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 you say it. You can clip this. Uh, how far are we into this recording? Um, I'm recording Cowboy. with my phone. I'm recording with my phone. Hold on, let me get this ready. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Cowboys are America's team. I there, I said it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and they're sitting on the couch. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> they're representing America on the couch. They're representing America from the couch. Well. I think uh, we've represented seven, second and nine today. Uh, <laughs> before we, uh, I guess, stop recording for the day, do you have a fantasy player for us today, Tony? Uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, a lot of people like to do these uh, daily fantasies and DraftKings and uh, FanDuel. Uh, I, mean, I, I like Julian Edelman a lot against the Titans. I like Hopkins a lot against Tredavious White winning that matchup. Let's get, a, uh, let's get a prediction on one of these guys. Pick one of these guys and give me some stats. I mean, I can see, like, Hopkins going off for, like, eight catches, 110, 115, and, you know, a touchdown or two. I, I can see him uh, having his way a little bit. Um, okay. That's a, big, that's a pretty big game. You know what? I, I'm, uh, hey, you're going you're gonna to think I'm trolling again, but I'm going to pick a, a guy uh, that we were talking about last week that you really like. You, you thought he was on level with uh, Amari Cooper, so I guess – Stefan Diggs? I'm going to let you uh, sway me a little bit here. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Diggs is going to score again in this game. Yeah. I'll say seven catches for 92 yards and a touchdown. I think he'll score a relatively big touchdown in the second half and uh, make another big play like he did a couple years ago in that miracle game. Word, word. I think also um, one of the Seattle receivers is going gonna, is gonna to have a real nice day probably. You know, I don't know if it's going to be uh... – Lockett or, or DK or who, but one of those guys is going to pop off for something. So we'll see how that pans out too. Yeah, I think Tyler Lockett's due for a big game. <clears throat> That's your boy. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, my, I feel like my boy now has turned uh, into uh, DK Metcalf in terms really? of that team because, well, I didn't uh, I didn't really – We talked a lot about him in the offseason. We did, and I didn't necessarily think that he was going to turn into like a, a great player. He ha- I would have to like look back at what what his numbers are, but he like he's yeah, had he's a pretty had, good. He's got a thousand yards, I think, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's he's had a pretty good uh, rookie season, and I think that's again. What, I think that was said, one of the calls that I made at one point during the we season. Said, we, we, we said we said that he was going to be show flashes. We said he was going to you know be in a great position because he had Russell Wilson. That was like the perfect offense for him to land in because he's not a great route runner. He's just kind of a, a really great athlete. So he kind of, you know, he, he landed in the perfect spot for him, but I, I wasn't very high on him in the off season. I know you liked him a little bit. Um, 
more than I did for sure. But he, uh, yeah, he's developed really, really nicely. He looks like a pretty damn good player at this point. You know what? He's got size. Even though he's he's only pretty much got straight line speed, he can go up and get it. And uh, I, I think he's a better route runner than I thought he would be. Honestly, he's he can move better than I thought he could. Yeah, yeah, no, he he is a pretty athletic for how big and muscular he is, and it's yeah. it's crazy uh, how old we're getting because I bring up his stats his stat page on ESPN right now, and he was born December fourteenth, nineteen ninety seven. So world, Tony. Oh my goodness, what is happening, man? <laughs> uh, time is going by way too fast. Uh, time has gone by pretty fast on this podcast today because we're I think we're already done. So yes, before we leave, uh, we'll leave you with our Twitter handle at second and nine. And guys, check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I mean, I- I've even been able to go back and listen to uh, the podcast just from my phone using my AirPods that I got for Christmas. So go go on and download on uh, on Apple Podcasts. It's it's easy to listen to us, and you don't have to see my face anymore. So uh, again, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week after the. Wild card weekend, uh, recap a little bit, look forward to a divisional rounds. See you later, everybody. Later, guys.